welcome to another episode of No Wrestling. I'm your host, Mark Sylvester. And on me today is a very special man. It's Richie Filmer. Good afternoon. How are we doing? And we're here to say long-time fans and non-fans why wrestling is so good. So today, Rich, what do we see? We saw the Rev Pro calibration with New Japan Pro Wrestling at Brixton. The War of the Worlds? Uh, uh, yeah, Global Wars. Global Wars. That's the one. That uh, good a show, I forgot the title. Yeah, and it was a great show, wasn't it? It was Such a good show, man. It was a good show. So, um, general thoughts of the show in general, then, before we get into more of the highlights and that sort of thing. Yeah, for a Rev Pro show, um, yeah, standard, obviously, it wasn't at the uh, normal venue at the York Hall. It had to be changed to the uh, Brixton Recreational Centre, so you didn't have that York Hall feeling or the atmosphere, but the crowd still picked up well. Um, generally walked away. Good show, good show. Enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I also felt the same as you. Even though it wasn't in New York, I still felt it had the, quite a cool atmosphere. Even though our seats weren't as comfortable as York Hall, I yeah. quite liked the, where we were because it kind of felt like we were in the bleachers yeah. with like, all the other fans and you had all these people around you. And we still had a really yeah. good view as well, which was really good. It was. It had that kind of an American, yeah, that American bleachers atmosphere, but it was surrounded by like-minded wrestling fans. Yeah, it was all chucked in the bucket and forced to watch the show. It was yeah. good. It was lovely. Yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. And even though there were a few technical issues with the screen at one point, yeah, I thought overall it was very, very well made and like, the production was very good and the yeah. wrestling itself was great as well. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, obviously, they're set up generally for that York call, so they have all the um, all the Titantron and the entrance and the long walkway and the steps down into the ring. Um, so they had to kind of make do of what they had. I mean... From an aesthetic point of view, you didn't really see the entrance is as such, because um, it was behind the ring, um, and they wasn't elevated like they would be in the York Hall. Mm. Um, also, the big metal frame they were going around the ring. It, yeah, I mean, to be fair, given the last minute sort of problems they had with the venue, I think they pulled it off. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, me too. Because with York Hall. Like, we're doing it next month for their um, Uprising show Uprising, yeah. with um, Suzuki Gun. Like, they have it to such a tee that they don't even use that lighting ring anymore. Literally, the li- lighting ring is literally on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so then wherever you're sat, you're not blocked by any of the... Uh, but then again, like, even if it was with the lighting rig, I didn't find the post or anything, like, uh, restricted of our view at all. I was still able to watch it. So the only time I wasn't restricted was the referee when they were at that post, because that's the post you usually stand at. Yeah. But besides that, I felt like... Everything about the show was really good. And keep in mind, it was on general admission tickets as well, so our seats yeah. were really good for what we paid, I think. Money for value was just fantastic. Yeah. And also, we got there quite a good time as well, Like even though we were not like late, late, but no. we got really good seats anyway, which I was quite surprised, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing more people sat towards the middle first, and then they kind of sped out, maybe? Yeah, but, maybe. But, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I was happy with where we were seated. Um, yeah, I think everyone in the whole arena had a good view. Was it the same amount of people as what they would have had in the York Hall, though? I think it might have been slightly less, but I think York Hall holds up from about 1,200 to 1,500 people, yeah. and I think that looked like it was about maybe 1,000 people, possibly. Yeah, about 1,000. Yeah. Because when we were queuing, do you remember we said to each other, that that's a really massive queue as well? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I think it's really cool that even though they changed venues, that the show still sold out and did so well, and even though they might not have had the Bullet Club, they still had some really big names, like... Naito, Suzuki, yeah. Ishii, you know, for example, that yeah, sort yeah. Of thing as well. Yeah, and obviously being the Red Pro card, you've got your loyals, like you've got your Will Ospreay, um, you know, Zack Sabre Juniors, and, and that oh, part of the thing. Fantastic. Oh. 
Yeah, to be fair, when you generally, I think it's where we've just walked away from the show, you kind of remember the main event. Yeah. You know, it's like presently we've just literally walked out 10, 20 minutes ago, we were on the drive back, and it has slowly started coming back to us. But the cards were stacked. Yeah, it really was stacked. Yeah, when you start running off names like Zach Sabre Jr., Will Ospreay, you're talking about the UK talent that the uh, that the Red Pro team always put together with now Nutran. It's a blinding roster. Well, it is, isn't it? A massive roster. And also, as well, they have such a good relationship that even Kushida, who's part of New Japan, does so many shows as well for Rev Pro and stuff. Like, recently as well, they had Jushin Thunder Liger do quite a lot. It's really cool to have that relationship that they're able to bring over these amazing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that sort of thing as well. Yeah, but it wasn't that long ago. You and I went to go and see Bullet Club. I mean, you had the whole Bullet Club there, apart from Adam Page. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you had sort of, you know, the elite. You didn't have a mega, but you had Cody. Um you know, Mike Scruff and the Young Bucks and I mean that was again Rev Pro putting together a fantastic card. Mm. So you can never knock a Rev Pro for the value for money you pay for a show there. It's like I said, we drove to Brixton today. It's worth the drive. It really Oh yeah, it really was, yeah. And it's one of those cards that the main event especially I'll be like, if you don't like wrestling or you're really interesting, just watch that match. Like that match for me, like even though some people after match say it was a bit boring, but I love the fact that they did so little but it worked. Like, I felt as we were talking about earlier, the Undertaker-Triple um, H match, yeah. that would have, if they did something like that, that would have worked because they did so little, but everything that they did just was amazing. Like, even the first two minutes of them just hitting each other with their elbow strikes. Yeah. And all the crowd just going insane. Yeah. You know, it was great. And it goes back to the old-fashioned style of wrestling when you look at the 80s. It's not so much what they're doing in the ring. You know, you hear a lot of wrestlers now talk about working smarter rather than working more. You know, yeah. Jericho talks about it. You know, it's it's the storytelling because that's basically what they're doing. They're telling the story. You know, and it's it's not about the moves you do. It's the way you portray that story and get the crowd involved. And when you've got two veterans in there like Suzuki and Ishii, you, you're going to get that. You are going to get that. Fantastic. Oh, wasn't it, man? Yeah. Um, well, for you, was that your match of the night? Because for me, it was probably my match of the night. Yeah, I mean, I took that away. Obviously, good match. The atmosphere for that match, the build to it, was fantastic. I think. From a fan perspective, Zack Sabre Jr., what, yeah. what a match. That was a great match. And just everything that he did as well was just so crisp and so beautiful. Like, the transitions and, like, it wasn't, it was so effortless. Like, he had one, um, he had, who was he against the ref? Oh, his, name? his name was, this is what I mean, it's so fresh off the bat. It was Chris, blah, 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 blah. Um, I wasn't too familiar with him, I must admit. That sounds terrible. But, yeah, I wasn't that familiar with him either. crowd... Obviously, your diehard fans, they knew exactly who he was. Yeah. Um, and they loved him. And, and to be fair, I'm new to him and it, I enjoyed his work. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., though, even after his entrance and the way that he holds himself in the in the ring, he's so, so relaxed. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why he's been sponsored by Suplex Closing. There's a reason now he's been put into you know, the Suzuki Gun group, right? He is that calibre of wrestler. Yeah. You know, um... Effortless, effortless. And it's one of those things as well, like some of the moves that he was doing, I'm like, I wouldn't have a foggiest idea how to be able to do that and, and that well as well. Like, he makes it look so effortless. Like, yeah. it's like for him, it's like another day in, in the ring. It's like for us, it'd be like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, what yeah. do you do, sort of thing as well? I mean, to do what he'd done and look like he's going to break someone's arm and it's safe. Yes. At, you know, it's. Um, he is a master of his craft, as I say. Yep, I remember who he was now, Goto. Yes. 
Yeah. And I also love the fact as well that like, when he pinned um, Goto as well, he still like he did when he uh, won at the um, recent LA show or Los Angeles show or wherever it was or California show that Long Beach that, that was it yeah. that he flipped the, the crowd as well again. Like, I yeah. love that like the fact he flipped the crowd. I thought it was great. It's just like yeah. it shows how good that he is at being such a great heel as well. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it's hard for him to be a heel when you're working in London. Yeah. I mean, the guys from Sheffield, you know, it's a stone throw away from where I live. It's um. You know, obviously he did have a big following behind him, but he still plays the hill and plays it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you still wanted him to win, but from a fan perspective, you'd think you're arrogant if you didn't know who he was and respected his craft. To a casual fan, you'd hate him, but to a wrestling fan, well, we see it from a different perspective. But, oh yeah, well, yeah, we do for sure. But, yeah, definitely. You know, um, and we and we and he's one of those people as well. He's very divided. Like if you like it, like we like it, you'll love him. But if you don't really like that sort of style. You prefer the more sort of high flying, faster style. People might find it quite boring. But that's yeah. why. That's why. That's why I love him so much because he is just so good. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah, you're right in saying that. You know, people that wouldn't um, watch wrestling on the regular would probably find these matches very slow, methodical. But again, from a wrestling standpoint and a technicality, you know, he's up there with sort of. You know, not. I cannot compare him to someone like Dean Malenko, obviously, but. A man of a thousand holes. I reckon he's got 500 we've not seen yet. You know, and he's yeah. only going to get better. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And he's uh, he's quite young as well, about 28, 29. I believe. Yeah, I think he's just a bit younger than me. You know. Yeah. That's crazy. It is, isn't it, man? It is. Yeah. Uh, also, you had a really good Will Ospreay match against Chris Ridgeway. We were talking about we want to see Ridgeway against um, Zack Sabre Jr. as well at one point. Yeah. Well, obviously, I thought that um, Will Ospreay wrestled a different style, and I mean, I know he's been putting on weight. A good weight. Um, on the Chris Jericho podcast, he stated that he was putting size on because I think he wanted to move. He wanted to go up to the the heavyweight scene in New Japan. Um, so he's not so flippy divey. He's working more of a mat based match now. To his credit, he lost the match, and obviously I think he's doing that to get the sympathy so he progresses and gets better and gets a following for his for his weight that he's moving up into. Mm. But um, yeah, watching him against his opponent Chris, I mean that was just. Yeah, it's a different style of Will Ospreay. There was a little bit of slippy divey stuff, but it was more ground based. It was a lot slower, mm. and I think that's one thing we saw from Will Ospreay tonight was a slower match. Yeah, and he, and even though it was a lot less slippy divey, I kind of felt like he feels in himself he has to do at least one or two because that's what we expect from Will Ospreay match. Yeah, that's kind like of what known. Yeah. Yeah, but then I, as you said, I love the fact as well that he does the very map based stuff and. And some of the moves he did as well were just really, really good too. It's just like I like the fact as well that he's transitioning to a heavy because I think he'll do real very well in the division as well. But also, you know, everyone's got what they call a bump card. You've only got so many bumps before your body says no. And then working that high flying style, which he used to work a bit like Daniel Bryan, hence why he was injured. He probably wants to slow it down, work a safer style, prolong his career. I mean, he's not been to WWE, so he's never made the big, big, big money. Um, I think he's fully capable of going to NXT or WWE, but, you know, he probably wants to slow it down a bit. He's got a lot of sort of uh, years ahead of him. Why injure himself at such a young age? And, well, you know, the likelihood of injuring yourself at that junior heavyweight age with that dangerous style, high-flying style, is quite probable that he's going to hurt himself. Yeah, but slowing it down, moving it up, putting his weight up a bit, going to the heavyweights, do a little bit of your flippy-divey stuff, a bit like, you know... 
Okada, he wrestles a slow pace match, but he can really get going and do flippy divey stuff. Yep. Why can't Will Ospreay? He's, he's got the yeah. he's got the talent for it. Same with Kenny Omega as well. Like he's the same sort of thing. Like he does a lot of like the slow stuff, but also the very high flow stuff as well. Yeah, and again, it it means that they can go against other opponents. So you could put Will Ospreay against Kenny Omega, and you expect what you're going to see. Yeah. But then you could easily put someone like Kenny Omega, and you could put him in a match with Ishii. Yeah. And wrestle that slow, strong style pace without the flippy divey stuff. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you, you've opened your your field of play further, you can do more with your performer. You know, it's, mm. um, with Osprey, I think we'll give him another five years. He's going to be a be a big, big name. Big name. Do you think he'll ever be IWGP World Heavyweight Champion? Because I think he might be potentially. Or yeah. then again, maybe even Zack Sabre Jr. as well. Because yeah. I know I know New Japan has seen a lot of big things with both those wrestlers. Same with Marty as well, I bet. Yeah. 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 Um, then again, so does JR. Like, he, he does something like JR. I remember listening to a few podcasts of his saying that how much he respects Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. and Marty and all the other, like, Brits mm. as well. Like, you know. I think even, um, what's his name? Concrete Face. What do they call him? Oh, I forgot his name. Walter? Oh, uh, no, no, the uh, Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette's give props to Will Ospreay, and that's saying something. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> no. Oh, talk, uh, talk, uh, when I mentioned Walter earlier, I mm. thought that match was very good as well. Brilliant tag team match. Yeah, really yeah. good match. And I just love just how, that's a match I want to see, Walter against, uh, in a triple threat, Walter, Suzuki and Ishii in a triple threat match. Just battle, <laughs> battle of the chops. Yeah, battle of the chops, no time limit, just let them go at it until, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't talk about the match beforehand, just go out there and do it, yeah. Because mm-hmm. totally even though Suzuki and um, Ishii had some great chops, I still think for me, Walter has the best chop in the wrestling industry. Yeah. Like, you know, his, his chop is just so loud and just so like, oh my God, it's such a cool. Because I, th- I feel a bit bad with his uh, partner. Because you know how Walter's made such a big name for himself. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know anything about his partner. But I, I, but I thought his partner did, did quite well, though. He did. He, you can say the same about, you know, the Rockers. You can say yeah. the same even about the, uh, you know, modern day era. You could easily say the same against, you know, the... Um, Essex Swords, you know, with Osprey's being a big name for himself and the other guy, you know, he's not a domestic name. Um, Walter's going to do the same thing. His career is going to take off. You know, he's a big bloke. He's got the size. He's got the strength. He's definitely got the charisma. And he's got a massive crowd following. Yeah, oh, he does, doesn't he? Yeah. And the social media today, that's all you need. It's a big crowd following. A lot of buzz. Especially if everyone as well, like, singing along to his song too and that sort of thing. So, yeah. I thought their opponents were quite good as well, LIJ. Like, I felt they were very over. Yeah. They were the Naito Chris Brook match as well. Like That was a, a great match too. Just how, like, even Naito did it with the smallest of things. It was like, everyone loved him. Yep. Yeah. You know? yeah, Naito is just obviously he's an old school threat. Um, good to have him over. Yeah, of course, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, he could have been the main event tonight easily and he still just sold out the, uh, the arena. Um, yeah, it, I mean, his match, you... you that was another big match of the cards. You know, they'd done. Was that the last match they done before they went into the second quarter? So it finished. Uh, no, that was the match beforehand. Uh, the match that they did to end the first half was the um, Saber Junior match. I, I oh think. yeah, I think yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You are right. You are right. Yeah, Naya's match was um, was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was really good, wasn't it? I just, I just loved just how everyone on the card was like. Even even though there might be people you might not know. Everyone was still over by the by the end of the match. Like the yeah. um, 
guy from Aussie Open who wrestled yeah. a Rocky Romero. Like, I thought that match was quite good. Because we saw the Aussie Open at the... Uh, what, what did we go to? Was it the New Japan um, New Japan show? It was a New Japan show where we sat up in the, in the top boxes. Um, yeah. And the Aussie Open was wrestling then. I guess Bullet Club, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was um, Bone, show, uh, Bone Soldier and... Yeah, what's the guy's uh, name? The, 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 the Japanese, Japanese pimp. pimp. Yeah. yeah. We've called the Japanese pimp with the uh, with the bunny girls. Yes. Yeah, we always remember the bunny girls. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's, they're good. They're good. Um, yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah. But end of the day, it's night. You know, it's nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, I felt really bad for David Starr though. Like, just sad what happened to him and stuff though. Yeah. Everything. But I thought the. Kashida match against Kirsch Chapman was alright, but mm. I feel with David Starr, I feel for me it would have been a bit, bit of a better match, but I still enjoyed it, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as all the other cards, though. No, no, it was um, last minute sort of booking, and um, you know, it's good they can get him in, but uh, no, we did miss David Starr tonight, you legend. Yeah. Another match that surprised me just how good it was was the Great O'Card against Rishi match. Like, I couldn't believe it's how over Rishi was. I know. Do you know what? Obviously, I don't. I don't know much about Rishi. When he came out, I thought he was the heel. I honestly did. And then, obviously, the match started, and it was very obvious straight away he was the babyface. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a good match. Very. Uh, again, that was quite a strong style. Quite slow paced. Um, enjoyed it though. Hard yeah, hitting match. Very hard hitting match. What did you think of? Um Lord Gideon Grey as a uh, mouthpiece. <laughs> the great oh Khan. I, I can't do it. I can't do a good Lord Gideon Grey. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I thought I liked him. I wasn't sure of what you thought of him at all. Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, it was quite funny when you see him leave the ring after the match had finished. After they'd done the spot with the um, you know passing the cane <laughs> to Rishi and then you know, um, you see him great character slightly I don't know if you noticed but he started laughing himself it's pro wrestling we're watching men in pants rolled around in the ring you know it's fun yeah oh yeah clearly you know, and it, 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 he's having fun out there and he gets into it I mean he was red in the face screaming on the microphone mm. and it was just yeah it was great it, yeah I did enjoy it I do you know you need that in pro wrestling you need a bit of silliness to break it up it's um yeah yeah no I enjoyed it good I like it I like it did I did I laugh yes done the job yeah can't think of what other matches there were have we spoken about all the matches I think we have so overall Mark what would you give the event this evening probably a 7 out of 10 like there were some really good matches the main event for me was the match of the night like that match in general was like one of the best matches I've seen this year and even for Pro in general I thought it was a great match like told a lot with such little things yeah. Uh, there, when when some of the wrestling wasn't at the best, I, it, I could feel it. But yeah. but when it started to pick up and it got really good, that's when I'm like, okay, an, another really good Red Pro show. Yeah. It would have been nice to honestly to be a bit gel- uh, greedy. It would have been nice to have people like um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks there, just because mm-hmm. it would be cool to have them there to see them live again. But yeah, for yeah. who we had and what matches that we had, I thought were were really good. It's as we said. Hopefully, we get more matches in the future. Some of these guys, and it leads us to be like we want to see some more. What about you, then, Rich? Yeah, I enjoyed the show. I'd, I'd agree with that. It was a good solid seven. Um, Rev Pro, 
you're always going to um, have a good event. Um, I've never been to a bad one. Um, like you said, some matches weren't as good as others. You're going to get that across the cards and anything. The good thing about going to a Red Pro show, though, because they work with New Japan, is obviously, you know, it's like the first match with Chapman. You know, I've seen them a couple of times around the Indies. But it's lovely. When you actually look at the actual scale of talent they've got, yeah. you've got this guy called Chapman who's probably about eight stones soaking wet with two bricks in his pocket. And then later on you're watching sort of, you know, Suzuki. It's just a massive card. Yeah, good solid 7 out of 10. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, who for you would be your... Um, uh, obviously, you mentioned match tonight would be the main event, but who would be your MVP of the night? Zack Sabre Jr. Oh really? Mine would probably be. I, I'm I'm torn. I'm I'm torn between Zack Sabre Jr. because of how amazing he is and just everything that he does, just how good he is at out of hill and just everything about him is amazing. Mm-hmm. Walter, just because that man just has that presence that you like, you can kind of feel like he is like a man who can beat the shit out of you, like his chops. <laughs> like if you go against him, oh, you're, like, you're gonna die. Yeah. But, but then, yeah. but then Suzuki as well. He's another one. When and, when I was in the crowd, Mark. Yes. When they was in the crowd, no word of a lie, listeners, they were a metre away from us. Yeah. Suzuki is the scariest person I've ever met. And I didn't really meet him, obviously, but being in his presence, you felt yeah. it. Yeah, like when they were fight, uh, going, fighting in the crowd and he brings them across him with a lipsy, like... Yeah. Yeah, there was even one moment where we were, like, less than probably about maybe a couple inches from him and just the way he was dragging across and just the face I'm like this man is fucking scary he is he oh god yeah he made you move out your seat he really did he did didn't he yeah and then you had all the crowd like I love the bit as well when they were fighting the crowd you had all the crowd like walking around jumping around <laughs> it was so funny and the fans as well some of the fans as well were hilarious and the guy who got told off and kept on stomping the guy who said it was the plant oh, and he had yeah. think he's like shut up well, there was thing. a guy there listeners and he no word of a lie. Whenever there was five seconds in a rest hold, he would start. It sounded like someone had a basketball, and he'd start kicking, heeding the floor because he was standing. Well, Suzuki got a bit pissed off with that, and he sort of told him to shut up. And I've never seen a bloke crumble like he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I, I would have been like, I'm so sorry, Suzuki's dad. I will not do it ever again. But no. he did it again. But you know. Yeah. Oh, God. And the fans around us as well, the, the very drunk fans, too, they were quite funny. Yeah, oh, the guy to our right, um, he was a massive Ishii fan, and uh, he couldn't get enough of it. His friends, when the Will Ospreay match finished, ran off. I thought he ran off to cry, because obviously... Um, yeah, I, I did as well, actually. I was just like, the guy just left out. I'm like, is he all right? I was like, thinking, God, is he okay? He was okay. He, he came back with two beers, so he was good. Yeah. And then I think I think between the two of them, like I think they probably had about ten beers, I think, or something. They were very drunk. If they've got work tomorrow, yeah, I, I, I hope they're not driving buses. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I really have I've heard I live like Ashford or where you live in Old Canterbury. It's oh, like, okay. oh, hey mate, I'm, I'm going to get up for the bus. Yeah, oh, if yeah. I see him tomorrow driving the bus, I'm going to drive on the other side of the road and just head the other direction. But no, it was. Um, this is what I mean, though. Rev Pro. It gets the fans involved, everyone enjoys it, and at the end of the day, we're all wrestling fans, and it's we're all there supporting the same thing, you know, and yeah. the best thing about pro wrestling is the community. Um, you know, any anybody in there you can go out to and have a conversation with, there's no, it's not like going to a boxing event where you get sort of, because it's not, you know, it's, it's a show, it's, 
yeah, it's not. It's everyone knows what it is, you know. And it's um, it's a good group of people, and uh, no, fantastic, good atmosphere, fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, how did you find it compared to the other Red Pro shows you've been to? Then I know you've been to about two, isn't it? Is this your third one? I've been to, yeah, this is my third. So we went to the York Hall Bullet Club night, mm-hmm. and then we went to um, the the other one was more of a cast as it, it was. But as New Japan is when Okada was there. Yeah, uh, but it was kind of Rev Pro because they're the ones who were running it. Because I remember listening to a podcast with Andy Quiglin, I believe his name is, the guy who runs Rev Pro, and he organised it and then put it under um, New, New Japan. Japan. Yeah, yeah, so theoretically two, but realistically three. I would say, out of all of them, it's probably my least favourite. And I don't know if that's down to, you know, I'm a big Bullet Club mark. So, you know, the Bullet Club night for me, and it being the first Red Pro show was an eye-opener and loved it. Um, the second one was obviously you had a card there, so I mean it was pure New Japan, like the ring was New Japan at the blue floor, you know, the blue ring mat. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, this was probably, out of all the shows, probably the one I enjoyed less. Not that's a criticism, because I still really enjoyed it. Um, but I think that's just pure star power for that. You know, when you've got Okada walking into the same building as you are, you think to yourself, I am in a very special place right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think out of all three, it's probably the least favourite, but that doesn't mean it's bad. That's fair enough. I think for me, it's... I think even I love the other ones you've seen, but I think for me, looking back, it's probably my second favourite one. Okay. Just because I enjoyed it. And the main event, I think for me, even I love the main event for the New Japan one that we saw and the one we saw beforehand, yeah. But I thought for me that was just a fantastic main event. Like even before the two uh, men wrestled at all, the crowd were going nuts. Well, I think when we went to the um, New Japan show with Okada, obviously it was a big tag match, so it was really just to keep the wrestlers safe and not give them too much ring time. Especially Okada, he wasn't in the ring for much. No, but not the, at all. The main event tonight was just one on one, Ishii yeah. Suzuki, and it was just go out there and do what you do best and beat the living hellish shit out of each other. And that's what they've done. You know, and it wasn't a... Was it a televised show this evening? Uh, they were recording it, so it's probably going to be on either Rev Pro on demand or it probably might be on New Japan World. Yeah. So it might be... Probably end up being on both. Probably be on both. Well, they gave us a, a real main event. That's one thing I can say. We come away from that show and we saw a real main event. Um, one-on-one. What was it, half hour? Yeah, about that. And I'll be honest, like, the time went so quickly that I was just like, is that over? oh, it's over now, buddy. Yeah, that was quick. Because it, it, that was such such, such good a match that it just felt like time was going past, like, so quickly as yeah. well. Which, which is why I love resting so much, because when it's good, like, time just goes so, like, quickly and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, it, it, good thing about pro wrestling for me is always been an escape. So you could always just chuck it on and you forget about anything else and it's yeah. just entertaining. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you can't not pro you can not pro wrestling, but I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. I'm a fan. Always have been. You never get it out of me. I think once you're a fan, you're hooked. You're hooked. Yeah. And also the merch there was really good as well. Like they held the different wrestlers merch and like Bullet Club and New Japan stuff. Yeah, so. well, I do appreciate this uh, New Japan pro wrestling hoodie that you bought me this evening. That's right, buddy. And then I've got mine as well with um, the. Uh, the Global Wars t-shirt as well as the um, like Red Pro scarf might wear during the um, winter months. Hence I've got a hoodie. Winter's coming. We're in England so the weather's never great. It's raining as we speak. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't uh, be too bad though, hopefully. Nah, 
Chevy Tape. That nice. Good times. Yeah, definitely, man. Good times. Anything else at all before we um, sign off to the peeps? Well, it's been a good evening. Um, I've enjoyed myself, and we will be going to the next event, no doubt, and we'll be doing another podcast on that. Definitely. I need to buy the tickets soon, then. Yeah, let's get some tickets sorted. No, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Um, And then... Basically, guys, as you know, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes and YouTube. I'm going to post us on YouTube, that sort of thing. Uh, Rich, before we head off, mate, is there anything you want to plug at all? Uh, or, no, not really. Just uh, follow me on Twitter, Richard Filmer one um, Our all my social media accounts, that is my wrestling mark account. So follow us, follow us on that. Um, fantastic. Thank you very much, Mark. That's right, mate. No worries. And this has been a wrestling guys take care and always remember Casino Day Peace
to be a lonely one.